0: Shout out to our awesome sponsors, Elka Couture, the female-founded, female-run athleisure brand that we are obsessed with. Obsessed. Obsessed. <laughs> I got today, actually, the Untamed collection. I am one of those girls that only wears black gym wear and generally just black all in my wardrobe and I got the lace bra and the matching leggings and they are so comfortable and I would say that for the bra I have really big boobs and I just thought you know I really struggle with sports bras that my tits constantly like flop out of them I don't feel secure and honestly I just think that this bra is perfect because it's high neck and it's super supportive so really really recommend it.
1: Love it, and I am delighted to report that we are offering a 20% discount that I will be availing of this evening, Fiona, because I love their collection. So, if you use the code LoveBites20, it's applicable on full price items only. This can be used online and in store. So, there's two stores in Dubai one on Al Wassel road and one at the beach they also ship globally
0: if you're buying from outside of dubai then you get free express global shipping with all taxes being covered by el couture which is brilliant news thank you so much el couture the following podcast contains strong language and explicit content and if that offends you then i suggest you switch this off
1: this is a podcast now production
0: I really want to see a video of you masturbating. And I was like, okay. He then sends me a voice note, being, do you know what, fuck okay, I'm just gonna play it. Welcome to Love Bites, a podcast about all the things you were told you couldn't talk about. Like the
1: fact that I cannot stop thinking about sex again. Listen everyone, it's so weird. Usually when Fiona and I record the podcast, we do it on the laptop. She is now sitting here beside me. I've got my hand on her leg and I'm feel I'm finding it really weird looking at you because I look at you on the computer screen. Uh, yeah. I Anyways, don't... we're beside each other. We are it's our first love bites recorded face to face like this. Listen, we'd love to hear from you. You know the crack. You know where to find us on Instagram, love Bites Podcast. Underscore. Well, I
0: hope, you know, I don't think we need to. I'm just going to move this mic here. I don't think okay. we need to like speak into it. Oh, no, I
1: wasn't. I was just leaning in. I was just leaning <laughs> in. I was just leaning in to hold your leg. <laughs> <laughs> so nice to see you. Fiona is looking hot as fuck tonight, by the way. You look stunning. Thanks, babes. Yeah. Are you going to tell us what you're up to later? I don't know if I want
0: to say do you know why? Because I've got a few on the go. Okay. So I feel like, or should I say? I don't know. Fuck it, I'm going to say. Let's um, just, I just really, I get really paranoid that these dates are going to listen, and
1: mm-hmm. then- And what if they do listen? You're heading out a date and what? No, why I just don't want... Oh, that's, that's, your that's my phone. <laughs> why well, just let them ring out and go and answer it? There we it, go, oh, just shut it. It off.
0: Um. God, sorry, sorry, he's <laughs> just improvising. Um so yeah, so just a quick that phone, Laura. I don't think anyone can hear I don't think anyone
1: will be able oh, to hear inside. it, well. yes.
0: Okay, um so who has their phone on loud anymore? Just leave it, let it go. Okay. It go. Um so yes, so I basically I've been in Dubai now for three weeks and I really tried to not be negative about the Dubai dating scene. Okay. It's taken me three weeks to find men that are remotely interested in me. I spent the first week basically scrolling through these apps. I, of course, said, I'll say what I said at our event as well. I did the first week basically trying to find anyone remotely my type. Not that I was looking for my type, but just anyone that's like half decent. Mm -hmm. And I spent the second week speaking to a few guys and then kept getting ghosted. And now I'm in the third week, I finally, Got myself some dates, okay. which is so exciting. So tell us the craft. so I um Hi. I I am going on a date tonight mm-hmm. with a guy. I can't. Oh, it's really difficult because you don't remember his name. No, I know what his name is, but I'm like, do I say his no, profession? No, no you, don't, you don't
1: need to. What are we going to call it notable him? Notable. if what what is his the profession, then we'll come up with a name. Well, he's a teacher, as is most as are most people in Dubai. Oh, he's a teacher. Yeah, How so wholesome. What, I know. So, okay. what can we call him? Professor Mr. Sester? Mr. Arithmetic? Mr. Arithmetic! Yeah. Do you know why that's funny? Because he's a math he's teacher. Because he's
0: a math teacher. Oh my God, Mr. Arithmetic. Okay, so fine. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> I love that name <laughs> so much. So, I'm going on a date tonight with Mr. Arithmetic, and um, he is really nice. So, okay, so really interestingly about this guy in particular, he was one of the ones that I matched with like in my first week. Mm Then me and him started chatting, we got on really well. And then he did something which I really didn't like and then we stopped speaking. So he's resurrected himself. So he, and I actually listened back to you on a re- one of our earlier episodes, and we spoke about your friend that got invited out on a coffee date. And mm-hmm. at first I was like, oh no, I think that's a really good idea. Until someone has asked me out on a coffee date and I was like, what? So with this guy, I said, let's go for drinks. And he was like, I prefer to go for a coffee for a first date. And I was like,
1: what? So I'm not good enough to Go out for you to take me on a real date. Isn't that funny because you were originally I was so such it. a big champion and yeah. advocate of a coffee date? So, what's changed your mind? Is it just because you're I, in the receiving end? Yeah, or?
0: actually, do you know? So, I've never been
1: on a coffee date, I've been on
0: breakfast dates and things like that, but I've never been asked to go on a coffee date. Actually, and funnily, I so when he asked me, I got really offended and I went back and listened to the episode where your friend got invited on mm-hmm. in a coffee date. Mm-hmm. And my my view on it, my theory was like, no, I think that's a really good idea. Like, oh yeah, now she's a waste of time. But actually, now I'm on the receiving end. I actually fucking get it. Okay. It's a bit shit, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, like, so basically you're pre-interviewing me before we can mm-hmm. go on a natural mm-hmm. date. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, anyway, the conversation died. Anyway, he re-resurrected himself on Thursday. Been chatting. I basically was like to him, I just don't like the fact that you wanted to go on a coffee date. To me, that sounds like you're not very interested. You used your big girl words. I used my big girl words. I was just not afraid. And he was like, no. He was like, to be honest with you, he was like, I really just hate dating. He was like, I find it. He was like, I find it really difficult. He was like, I don't like the idea of like, you know, sitting opposite each other and like having a drink. He was like, I feel so forced. And I was like, and a coffee date isn't? I was like, whatever. And he was like, I prefer to do like an activity. And I was like, well, listen, we've both got dogs. Why don't we go on a dog walk? Anyway, so we're chatting more and more, and I think that now we've kind of broken broken the barrier, right? used the big
1: girl words, and we are actually going to go for drinks tonight. Nice. So... I thought you looked exceedingly sexy for a baby shower. So Fiona, let me describe the scene. It's such stunning girl as it is, makeup flawless, those gorgeous, like, trendy earrings, three sets in the ear. This black play suit that I can only describe mm-hmm. as vivacious cacolding a beautiful (laughs) set of perky breasts tanned long limbs and she is looking like a complete ride and i knew i knew that this was not for the expectant mother i have to say though the expectant
0: mother would love that i was wearing this to her baby shower even if i didn't have a date because she's like
1: i still want to get my tits out Mm -hmm. so i feel like
0: it's i feel like it's um appropriate
1: so tell me this where are you going for your date Um, You don't need to give exact, but is it drinks, It's drinks. We're going for drinks. Um, Okay.
0: And yeah, so doing that. So that's, that's tick, Mm -hmm. done. Mm -hmm. And then I have two others. I'm going to tell you about one of them and then I have to talk about the other one because holy shit. Okay, so then there's this other guy. What are we going to call the guy that had the good reaction? He lives in Abu Dhabi. I think Mr. Nice. Mr. Nice. You know, Mr. Nice is a, is a type of, Marijuana, this type of weed,
1: Mr. Nice. I did not know. That. Did you not know that? No. Mr. Nice is a type of weed. Yeah. So he's Mr. Nice, but also has like a dirty Dirt. undercarriage. I mean, not <laughs> dirty as in not like a dirty arse, but like he's got like a freaky side. Oh, I fucking hope he has a freaky side. Okay, so
0: let's call him Mr. Nice. So Mr. Nice is so nice. Yeah. Um, he's got great. He's got he's got really great energy because basically we were supposed to do something on Friday and he fucked up because he was going to the tennis and didn't realize. And his reaction was perfect for him telling me because it was genuine and sincere and he genuinely seemed, one, like he had made an honest mistake. Mm-hmm. And then he basically rescheduled with me. And when I said to him, which I really liked as well, when I said to him, when was it on Wednesday? I was like, um, he was like, I said, oh, I'm gonna actually just cancel the table. Um, Yeah, because he was like, what are you doing this weekend? I was like, well, I'm going to cancel the table now. And he was like, to where we were going. And he was like, no, 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 go with your friend, enjoy yourself." He was like, I'm so sorry, I totally fucked up. And I was like, see, I like that. Just took ownership of it. Ownership, was like polite about it, said, you know, said sorry multiple times. And also, like, I think when you, when someone has to cancel a date or says they can't do it it's all about how they react Absolutely. and how they deliver they the deliver mm-hmm. and then because it's okay it's fine if you double book like fuck i do, I do it all, all the, time. the time i do yeah. all the time and sometimes it's okay and we're just human but it was how he delivered the response and how he's rescheduled it and i was like bravo He's like really, him. he's really,
1: uh, made you feel secure in, totally in, 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 in delivering a kind of a uh, rejection of the day. And yeah. He's actually, you know, and bold and doing. You feel extremely secure about it. How good is this to hear? By the way, I'm just continuously touching Fiona's Aww. leg. It's just like so good. They are very smooth legs. Yeah. I'm sitting flicking her wee, not bean, but like what's that? A mole? A little cute wee mole? A little freckle. Um. Can I just show you, by the way, that fucking horrendous mole on my leg? That was actually mm. a mosquito bite that I got in Tanzania, and then it became so infected that it actually became a big mole in my leg. Anyways, Where's that's the point. Oh, I have, it's, it's totally fine. And then it happened for a second time there, how random. Yeah. Anyways, um, with your anxious attachment style, oh. a year ago, you would oh, have probably just. Attributed like this narrative about him being a complete asshole. Don't get me wrong, I did do that, For, but momentarily. So momentarily, I think it's because
0: the day that he, the day that he, told me, I'd had a shit day from start to finish. I like I had this, my shit day started at like six in the morning and it just loads of things went wrong. And then he sent me that. And I was just like, oh, fucking can give me a break. And then I was like, of course, this has happened. The one nice guy, Mr. Nice, like are you fucking joking. And then my friend was like um, my friend, Sophie, who I mentioned quite a lot. She was like, hold on a second. The way he's delivered it, he hasn't said no. And she was like it's okay that you're not gonna go on a date this Friday, you will go on a date with this guy. Mm -hmm. And we are next week, because I'm actually having to go up to Abu Dhabi for work, so Mm -hmm. um, we're gonna go on a date next Thursday. Awesome. So we've already discussed it, we discussed it today, so that's done, date number two. Now let me tell you about bachelor number three. Okay. We're gonna call him the Scot, because he's Scottish. Okay. Fucking hell, the filth that has occurred with this man. What? Okay, so basically, I've got two really nice guys. And oh God, I fucking hope none of them listen to this episode. So basically, I matched with this guy on Hinge mm-hmm. on Thursday. He's really hot, six foot four, Ooh. Scottish. Like, you know when like someone is just like a manly man? He's so fit. And I and my friend Sophie was like, You found the only hot man on hinge anyway start chatting to him he's like uber uber keen i don't know what happened like he was like he's like oh really keen to the point where i was like why are you being so keen go go on to whatsapp immediately he then weirdly okay this is like he has red flags all over the shop okay so oh i can show you a picture oh he thinks he's deleting me on off hinge it's really annoying anyway i'll show you in a sec okay so he then, I noticed that he, because I went to have dinner with my friend Sophie and I checked on Hinge and he d- deleted me. So I was like, what? So I messaged him being like, why have you deleted me on Hinge? And he was like, oh I yeah, actually just deleted the whole thing. And I was like, oh, it's because he met me. And then he sent me this voice note being like, oh, I wish I could play it. Fuck, I can't mm-hmm. play it. Oh, I can't do that. Do an impression. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do a Scottish accent. He was like, yeah, well, okay, oh you're a, what the fuck? You're you're really, <laughs> I can't do that. Anyway, he was basically like, yeah, because you're really hot, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, then the oh, next morning, then the next morning, Sophie saw him on Hinge and was like, so he basically lied to you. And I was like, why does he fucking lie? I was like, I would have just been like, oh, we've got each other's WhatsApps, so no need to be on Hinge anymore. Anyway, whatever, red flag. Then the day went on. And I don't know how, but basically me and him ended up having like the filthiest sex chat you have. Like, it was so filthy. He's like, basically like, big into what's the like you know 50 Shades of Grey like the not BDSM but like not SM like you know he's basically like dominant submissive what's it called it's good SM SM, right SM yeah so he's like big into it and he was like and I was just the
1: the, the dom sub the dom sub thing
0: because he was like are you are you dom or sub and we've just had that conversation Mm -hmm. with Lisa and I was Mm -hmm. like well I'm sub and then but like I didn't mean it like that he then was like let's play this game and I was like do you know what Fuck it, in yeah. the name of content and research. I was like, fuck it, fine. He basically sent me this list of like, and also I was just at home yesterday feeling like absolute shit or whatever. He sent me this like list of shit. Do you know what, I'm gonna read it out. Go on.
1: Hang on, let me get it up. We're just gonna call this guy the Scott. The big, dirty, hornish, horny Scottish Oh monster. my God, he
0: is literally like, hang on. he goes, okay, <clears throat> he goes, I want sexy pics, bum, boobs, you in underwear, then I want you to voice note me three stories in detail so I can come, wait for it. Number one, you giving amazing head and then coming quickly, a story of you squirting an edging story. Because I was like, because we started talking about edging and I was like, oh, because I told him about the podcast and I was like, oh, we just said like, you know, we're talking about edging, whatnot. Anyway. So then this went on, and then he basically was, like, asking for videos of me masturbating. What the fuck? I know. And do you know what, girls? Did you send it? I fucking did it. Because I was like, do you know what? Like, he can't see my face. Also, I was like, I've never done that before. I've never thought, I've never, like, I've always been like, absolutely not, absolutely not. But I was just like, I literally know what came with me. I was like, fuck it,
1: I did not care. I'm just going to do it. And did you enjoy it? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously you did. You were masturbating, but, like, did you feel good sending it? Yeah, and I felt kind of, like... Did you feel empowered? Yeah, I felt so empowered. I felt, like, a bit, like, porn star. I was, like, oh, And I actually watched it, and I was, like, I look great. I mean, did you, sh- like, were you right up in your, like, vagina? Yeah. Oh, you were, like, straight in no kissing? Good for you. Straight in no kissing, yeah. And what was his retort? He... Did he send one of you having a wank. Oh, sorry, no, no, because this is
0: all his thing, isn't it? He's like, you have to do what I say because I'm the dom or whatever. <gasps> and then he was like, if you, okay, this was also another thing. Then he goes, if you do all these things, then next week I'll I'll be your slave. I'll do whatever you want. And I was like, ah, this is so funny. And then, so he then sends me this. and um, So he basically was like, I really want to see you. I really want to see a video of you masturbating. And I was like, okay. He then sends me a voice note. Being, do you know what? Okay, I'm just going to play it let me let me oh my god this is juicy i'm gonna start <laughs> i wrote yeah okay that was it i was like um
1: where is it you are an absolute saucy little madam my granny used to call me a little jezebel. A jezebel i love it though because you know what you're not doing this because you're being forced into it you're doing it because you're taking ownership of your own horn, your own sexuality. You're yeah. like this guy is not forcing you at all, and clearly, like you've got a penchant for the the dom something. as Lisa mentioned. Everybody does I to quite a certain liked it. Yeah, yeah, of course. I've that's something I've thoroughly enjoyed in the past. I'm not judging it. I'm here for it, sister. And you haven't really had this dynamic. It's probably the first time since we've recorded you've actually even uh pertained. Oh
0: my god, 100. It's so wild. What? Okay, let me. Okay, so uh, he asked me to make this video, and I went, I went, deal, I'll do it. And then he sent me this. I hope you can hear. Fuck, I honestly think I'm gonna fall for you. I'm being real. As soon as
1: you just said that deal, that was like instantly, I felt like butterflies. So tell me what you're gonna do, like now and tonight, just so I know, so I can get it in my head. Um, yeah, I can't fucking stop thinking about this. It's crazy. Right, just in case, for whatever reason, people can't hear that, because I know phones are weird. He basically said, I've fallen for you. This is fucking crazy. Tell me exactly what you're going to do to me. Is that it, in a nutshell?
0: Yeah, then he goes, I can't stop thinking about you. And? Anyway, so I sent the video, and then he goes, will you be my girlfriend? I was like, I know, I think he's joking.
1: Yeah, he must be joking. Yeah, he's
0: joking, obviously, he's like, joking. But it's gone on this vein basically of like, so <laughs> at first I just thought it was like jokes, whatever. And then then him going, I think I'm going to fall for you. I was like,
1: whoa. <laughs> oh, I mean, are. this guy is red flag central. He is red
0: flag central. He's red flag central. But are you having fun?
1: I'm and having are so you much fun. It? Oh my God,
0: 100%. And like, oh, sorry, emails. 100%. Also, like, the thing is, and this is another thing. This is what I was talking to my friend about this morning. The other two, Mr. Nice and a Mr. Arithmetic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I could, like, copyright that? Because that is so fucking good. How <laughs> did I like, just come that up with that? Is, you are this, so clever. Uh, okay, Mr. Arithmetic,
0: continue. Mr. Arithmetic. They are, like, husband material. They're really nice guys. Like, I'm super attracted to both of them. Mm-hmm. And there's not one part of me that wants to date this guy mm-hmm. and also yeah okay i've been doing all this like filthy chat stuff but i'm just, i haven't lost sight of the fact that actually i like the other two because then they're, they're actually um what's the word i don't know what the word is Appropriate, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas this guy, like, I really just don't have any interest. I don't even really have an interest in like meeting up with him. I'm not gonna like chase the situation. I just like, I'm, you know, Lisa was talking about yesterday, 100% showing up as yourself. Yes. And that is basically what I've done with this with this Scott guy. Mm-hmm. A dirty dick? The Let's call him dirty dick. Yeah.
1: When I say Scott, as in he's Scottish. Do you know what? I love the fact that you are taking your own advice and at our Love Fights Live event, which we'll talk about shortly, yeah. you um are extolling the virtues of multiple dating yeah. and how you should not put all your eggs into one basket and you're actually getting out there and dating multiple guys and I absolutely love it. I think it's brilliant.
0: Yeah, and also different guys for different things. Like this this dirty dick die like... <laughs> 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 if he wants to scratch that itch and we do like, you know, we play filthy BDSM games, I'm here for it. You gotta try this shit. And also, like, I, I like what you said about yeah, me sending a video and things like that. I'm like, I've never done that. But sometimes, you know what, girls, you gotta just I'm saying girls, like there are guys that listen as well, but like people you have to just try new things sometimes mm-hmm. because actually I would have been way too scared to do something like that. But I was like, fuck it. Because I would have been scared because I would have been like, oh my God, my v- I don't want my vagina to look gross. Like, you know, but actually I was like, I have a, a vagina's vagina. A vagina a, vagina's a vagina. Mm-hmm. And a guy doesn't give a shit because he's got a fucking video of a vagina. Do
1: you know what? I absolutely love that, Fee. And can you tell us more when you're seeing each other? And
0: yeah, I mean, I realistically, I personally don't think that we, me and him are going to meet up.
1: Oh, that's interesting. I actually I, I, think that I he's know. like a specific type of guy. To, he's almost like opened your Pandora's box of like sexual kinkiness. Mm. Like he's ticking your box. He's ticking. T-
0: he's ticking my k- kink box. Uh-huh. But I think he's going to be one of these guys that doesn't that won't be up with me. If I'm totally honest with you, stay tuned. Let's watch this space because I've had. I've had things like this before in the past where a guy has been overtly sexual with me um right from the start but mm-hmm. I've probably maybe I haven't lent into it like I have done with mm-hmm. this guy and I've probably like not really been there for it and then we've never met up but I have with this guy so let's stay tuned because a lot of time these guys just want a bit of the thrill I don't think they
1: genuinely want to like it's not mad how like the dynamic between two people can be so vastly different yeah. and another thing that resonated with me from our love bites then we were quite pissed in the end let's be honest oh, shit, thanks. <laughs> yeah you are. but i mean we both were but um when somebody mentioned or when somebody asked the question about um, if you haven't slept with somebody and you're kind of abstaining how do you know they're going to be good in bed and i'm not sure if we actually answered that question i don't think we did but there was such an engagement with you and i and the audience about there's no such thing as bad sex no there's just Nobody's nobody is bad in bed. It's just two people are either great together or they're shit together, right? It's it's all dependent on the chemistry. Um and I'd mentioned about um, you know, how an ex-boyfriend of mine said I fucked like a dead horse. And people were like, Oh my god, that's disgraceful. And I was like, No, it's not, because I did fuck it like a dead horse, because I was so unresponsive. And by that stage I was completely turned and I did not want to do it. Therefore I lay there like a dead barnyard animal. <laughs> and then you'd meet somebody else who can just ignite such fire in your loins and this horn just floweth, your horny cup overfloweth with fucking hormones and sexual desire. And you know what? This is what this guy's doing for you. 100%. You have you've really um, <laughs> You know, you haven't been too positive about the Dubai dating scene since you've come back. You've been quite open about that you've been repeatedly ghosted. I imagine it hasn't really, you know, made it hasn't made you feel too good about the prospects here. Yet this guy is giving you that like sexual desire that you've so clearly wanted, balanced with two nice guys mm. who can potentially fit another type of the mode but you're here just playing the game and i absolutely love it well i was
0: very prepared to be a bit negative but actually this last week it's turned around for me Great. and i think that it shows that actually you've just got to persevere a little bit okay. because i know that it can be really disheartening after the ghosting ghosting, ghosting or like there are no good men on hinge and whatever or like dating apps but I have actually found two very good eligible men. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've found one gigantic sexy red flag, mm-hmm. but I'm super aware about the gigantic red sexy flag. But, and it, it, that's okay because it's balanced out with the two nice guys. Exactly. But the, my point is that I think that the reason why I've managed to find these men is because I kept going okay. because I knew that I obviously have this podcast and I wanted to showcase yeah that you can go on great dates. I mean, stay tuned, like I've not met any of them yet. So let's see next week what happens. But I think that it shows that you've just got to persevere and there are people out there. It just takes maybe slightly longer in Dubai than it does in other countries. And on that note, I was at our event, pre our event at the hotel. And I ended up talking to a random guy that I was sitting on a table with and me and him started having a chat I then got his number because I just asked for it because we got on really well and whatever. Laura came over and, and said hi and it I then got his number and then we started messaging. To be fair it hasn't really gone anywhere but I kind of knew it wasn't going to because he wasn't really my he wasn't really he my was job.
1: He was a bit Mr. Tim Knights but then I, yeah. over and I was like hi and he just like turned away. Yeah, he was a bit he was a bit thick but like <laughs> I mean no let's
0: not say that. He was just a bit lackluster. Lackluster, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, he knows about the podcast. I feel a bit bad, I feel bad it. He's, he's an absolute he fucking hunk. He's a great guy. Buddy. Absolutely loved his energy. But, I mean, like obviously, like I, I wasn't feeling like sexual vibes or anything, but I wanted to get his number at the end of our conversation. Not so much to try and go on a date with him, but to show that you can sit there and speak to people. And if you just behave like a human being and just be open and, you know... Open, receptive your, open to, your body, yeah. but like be receptive yeah, and speak yeah, yeah. to people. Absolutely. I think that you can, and I'm gonna obviously keep trying. I like, I haven't had obviously the chance to go and like try and meet anyone else um because I keep having to go to baby showers every weekend. Oh but um,
1: good times, that's the time we're at, darling.
0: And then, yeah, so that's basically it. How have you felt coming to Dubai? Because there is obviously, I want to talk to you about the horniness.
1: Well, yes, I have. People have asked me repeatedly, well, how are you feeling being back here? Like you finding it strange? And the answer is no. Mm-hmm. This I am a Dubai girl. This is the life that I love. I left Dubai whenever I was probably doing the best I'd ever done. And, you know, I've loved being back here and realised that when I go back to Belfast, I'm gonna to have to make an extra effort to make sure that I keep my energy levels up and just make sure that I'm back there STEM motivated. I have loved being back here. It is my spiritual home. I feel like I'm out and about, I'm getting dressed, I'm wearing makeup, I'm going to work, I'm seeing new girls. And actually, I think we've discussed this before, and I think we're both in the same boat, but like my horn has completely re-erected itself. Has it?
0: Okay, this is what I wanted yeah. to ask you. So. Uh, me and my sister were having this conversation yesterday because she listened to the Lisa episode and she mm-hmm. heard you saying that you really missed feeling horny. horny. Mm-hmm. And she had a baby. So my nephew's about to be one. And she said the kind of first couple of months, she was like, absolutely no desire. And then she said that, so she's recently, like literally like her first few weeks of going back to work. And she said that, you know, she is for the first time in a year put on clothes that probably don't have baby poo on them. Yeah. And like, you know, going to work, smashing it out of life. And she said that for the first time in a year, she's felt sexy again. Mm-hmm. And I was saying to you briefly, when we were discussing what we are gonna talk about, I also have felt the same since coming back here. Obviously, yes, I've had lots of like, you know, I dated, was dating in London. But the horn, I feel, have felt over the past two weeks has actually been like out of control. Okay. And I genuinely think it's because of this thing that you're saying mm-hmm. is that we're putting on our clothes, we're going to work, we're like living life, we're like energized. Yeah. Do you feel that? A million percent. Oh, my God, I love that, Laura. I'm so
1: glad. The horn's back. A million percent. But Fiona, I'm also cognizant of the fact that a lot of how I'm feeling is because the Dubai lifestyle is one that I've become so accustomed to. to, And I feel like I thrive in this country. Mm -hmm. As you know, back at home is a different way of life. And it is my responsibility to ensure that I'm living a life and doing things that make me feel energized, both mentally, physically, and sex, sexually? (laughs) Um, sexually? Sexily? Sexily. It's my responsibility. And like everything in life, no one is coming to serve us things on a platter. Like, we Mm -hmm. have to sort this shit out ourselves. And I feel like I'm back in the office, I'm walking around in the boutons, and admittedly, my feet are fucking cut to pieces because my feet have swollen up like big Belfast baps i.e., a big bread roll. Um, <laughs> but I just feel energized and just feel like I'm smashing life back here. And so it is absolutely my responsibility to sort my shit out at home and follow everybody's advice, well, Lisa's predominantly, about filling my own cup. Whatever that mm-hmm. looks like, when your cup is filled, the rest will flow. If you're depleted and you feel shit in your life, where the hell does the horn come from? You know, the two really do go hand in hand. And I think, as well, obviously, having the distance from my partner, um, you know, it's no small thing, the fact that I came out here for a working holiday and said I'd come for a week or two and I've actually stayed for a month. And then when I go back home, I'm going for a hen party for a couple of nights. And then I'll stay probably in Manchester for four nights. So total, I've been away for a month and a half. and. I know a lot of very supportive partners that would not be so supportive mm. over such gallivanting. And my boyfriend is nothing but supportive. Like, he's, he's like, go a man. smash it. Hope you're doing well. Like, go love life. And that in itself has been, like, the most amazing feature um, because I need somebody that promotes and actively supports my gallivanting so yeah the combination has been really good Um, i am a little bit uh wary on some levels about going back home and things dropping it again mm. which they inevitably will but um you know i have gone back to new adventures gone back to like starting up a business at home all those really exciting things and i hope that they excite me instead of like stressing me out and you know my clitoris falls off or whatever so
0: i do think that that you've had a really tough time over the past especially the past like 6 months and i think that so life basically impacts you're like well there i was saying our life is like a triangle we've got work friends and family and then our relationships and if one is out of sync the others yeah. get impacted for you the work thing yeah has been a massive stress Mm -hmm. and you've been working from home when everyone else has pretty much gone back into the office and you're still working from home and working remote and i know what it's like to work remote it is fucking shit Mm -hmm. different time zones and it would have massively impacted your relationship and how you feel within
1: yourself Mm -hmm. and stress ain't the one stress ain't the motherfucking one on so many levels we make ourselves sick and tired Mm. mentally pulverized quite often so frustrated because we are lining other people's pockets and you know this is why I'm so proud of you my darling because Aww. you are fucking smashing it out of the park and I am so freaking you know what honestly like I sent you that really corny message the day after I sent um, a corny message well, well whatever I called you and like just basically had emotional diarrhea um, and <laughs> You are the friend that pushes me out of my comfort zone with love bites, told you didn't want to do it, and you're like, fucking do it, stop being a dick, pulling out the friendship card. In regards to my work, I quit my job, you were so supportive of that, and you've always been there to encourage and support in the business-related arena. So it's not just, you're not a gatekeeping friend of like, keeping your information and your support and your advice oh to yourself. God, no, I well, think yes, that people awesome. can be and you need to be very wary of those friends that don't mm-hmm. support you abundantly and share with you all that they know. My point is you're a wonderful friend and I very oh, thank much, you Laura. I'm thankful for the event. Should we talk about the event? I yeah, let's like talk, about, let, talk about let's talk event. about the
0: event. So, Laura and I um hosted our first love bites event. Um I'm really concerned about them. 22%. Oh. My kinky man is is uh what's happening me okay <laughs> it's because uh he asked me to do another um he asked me to masturbate with my vibrator and film it so i did and then i <laughs> said i'd send it to him oh my god like, like, sorry i can't, uh, I can't it. send it
1: to you right now because we're just talking about <laughs> <back laughs> you on the
0: podcast <laughs> but, oh god, but the worst thing was <laughs> i was sorry before we go into our event i was doing it and then my <laughs> vibrator ran out of battery so, so I was
1: like, you Fuck. Just, um, You've got the like the cute little one, right? I've got the, nice the one level. that's like an egg. Okay, nice. And it like goes. Oh my god! I need to try that. <laughs> oh
0: my god, babe, it's so good. And it's like I I got it from Anne Summers. It's super cheap. Okay, good I, stuff. I'm not one of these people that wants to spend loads on a vibrator. Absolutely not. I fucking love you it. You got your fingers. So Sorry, yeah. So we, Sorry, our event. Yeah. Um, so we had our so we had our event. Um, it was wonderful. It was a conversation between Laura and I, and then we opened up to the floor mm-hmm. and we had wonderful questions mm-hmm. and do you know what i found mm-hmm. the most heartwarming and i felt so emotional was the girls that came by themselves mm-hmm. and i love that and the messages that we got after was basically thank you so much for creating such a community and what i noticed after we'd finished was people were talking in groups mm-hmm. that they didn't know each other and my um mm-hmm. my friend sophie because so much she was like it was so nice to meet other single people because when you're a single person and a lot of your friends are in couples you have maybe have like i'm like me and her like we're like pretty much the only ones that are single in our group of friends mm-hmm. um she was like it was so nice to
1: meet other single people because she said that everyone there was kind of on the same wavelength absolutely and at least very open and receptive to open. so before we continue we need to say the most heartfelt thank you to joe and to sophie and to hayden thank you so much girls. who helped us endlessly and um, so basically like our regular podcast i was freaking out as per fucking usual fiona was like come on girl you've got this get excited mm. and stuff so i tried to placate my nerves by like a bit of a script like what are we going to talk about And you're like no there's no script there wasn't even a bullet point about no. what we were going to talk about And that really unnerved me because I was like, what do we talk about for half an hour? Well, I'd say for nearly two hours, you and I waxed lyrical about fucking things that I never thought when we said we'd keep it PG within 10 minutes, you had mentioned anal, and the the, little like what 10-year-old boy behind us was like right up in your ear listening to every word, as were normal patrons of the of the hotel. Um yeah no stone was left unturned um i actually referenced a lovely girl tash um the the gym guru please look her up sorry am i swinging here and she attended on her own and she is an irish girl she's amazing and she stood up and kind of asked about like the catholic guilt thing which i love that question yeah she is phenomenal and i basically referenced her deceased grandmother Flicking her bean. like that's kind of where it went. It wasn't meant so pretty as that, but I was just basically saying that even like Catholic grannies, like, you know, hadn't
0: had an orgasm, yeah. and you were like, and when Lisa said to you, your parents have had an orgasm, and it's like, no, I don't hear they
1: haven't. They did it through a hole in a sheet, and but I absolutely loved the fact that girls came on their own, couples came. And the questions, I didn't think people would be so open and honest. And, you know, several girls and guys grabbed the microphone and just were so open with their issues, what they're going through. And it was just bloody brilliant. Mm -hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I love this couple. We obviously won't mention their names, but they... I think really resonated with the episode that I cried my eyes out about my, like, being quite honest about my sex sex drive dipping. Why do I I keep swinging this? I'm really really sorry about that. (laughs) Um, About my sex drive dipping. And they had been in a very similar position. Mm -hmm. And I think at the beginning of the relationship, he had experienced maybe some mental health issues. And his sex drive was basically non-existent. And then the tables have kind of turned a few years in and her sex drive has dropped and like every woman looks around in society and thinks everybody is having loads of amazing sex and nobody except them suffers with this kind of libido or lack thereof and she literally didn't the couple come up just at the end and say like this podcast has completely changed our like lives and relationships i was like what the fuck like how that just blows my mind and she had said because Somebody who is clearly so overtly confident had the balls to admit that there was like issues with sex drive and libido and stuff. Um and it normalized their issues and therefore their ability to talk about it, talk openly about it instead of internalizing and internalizing the resentment and the frustration that absolutely can happen. So that really blew my it's mind. Amazing. Like I knew that people kind of enjoyed it, but I didn't know that people actually. Enjoyed it that much to the point that they would come to an event, stay around, talk to us, and tell us that it changed the, like the landscape of their relationship. So like I was like totally touched by that. I thought it was phenomenal.
0: Honestly, it was amazing. Definitely, by the end, I was really pissed because I think I was. I was answering a question, and you know when you're really drunk and you're talking, and then halfway through, I was answering. I was like, "What am I talking about?" Yeah, I didn't I
1: did notice that. I was like, "Joe pa- passing like." Right?
0: I think I was trying to get my point across about, and um, I think one of the one of the um, audience asked you a question about how to. How to feel okay now you're in a secure relationship because she's now in a secure relationship and obviously all of us have had some kind of past trauma and i wanted i was trying to get across the point that like she sounds like she has a bit of an anxious attachment style and it does take a lot of work if you are i've not also i've still not encountered i've not encountered someone yet that i've gone out with that has got a secure attachment style so i don't know how it's going to feel but i know that when you have an anxious attachment style, when a secure guy comes along, it takes fucking it takes a lot of work to be okay with it. Mm-hmm. But in some ways, you just kind of have to like let yourself go mm-hmm. and let like fall into it, lean in, as Cheryl Sadberg says. But mm-hmm. I I don't know if I said that. I definitely talked about squirting a lot.
1: We talked <laughs> about female ejaculation yeah. really loudly on the mic. But it was good. It was great. I loved it. I also loved the fact that my friend came with her daughter.
0: Oh my god! By the way, I, I died because she was right in my eye line. I directed so much, so much, so much of it to her, and then your friend was like, she's nineteen. I was
1: like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> PG is it going to be and I was like oh no absolutely I mean it's going to be totally PG we'll just talk about like relationships and the kind of the love aspect and within literally five minutes you mentioned anal and I was like oh fuck we only meant we, we mentioned how did we mention
0: it? We didn't I say know. we didn't say anal sex we just I think I just said the word anal
1: which is like a lot less provocative than anal sex right
0: <laughs> it was like probably the least least offensive thing that we said that night Um, but anyway what just before, um, I really want to talk about this event that I went to. Mm-hmm. So in my first week, I tried out Mingle, mm-hmm. which is a singles event um, that has been created in mm-hmm. Dubai by these two guys. And they invited me to come down. So I went and tried it out because we've had mixed feedback. I'm just being, just a caveat, I'm just going to be really, really honest about it. And i have also already fed back to the guys. We've had mixed feedback from our listeners um some said it was really great some said they didn't really they didn't meet anyone um some some said that they were like a bit skeptical because their age range is like very there's like a huge a big age range of men and women that go Mm -hmm. anyway so I was like I'm gonna go so I went and I had such a fun night like I hadn't drank for I don't even know how long and I had so I was absolutely plastered by the end of it, good job. I got into the lift, and I went with um, I went with my friend Sophie, and I went with um, another male friend of mine who I forced to come. And he was meeting his his friend was coming as well. Got into the lift, and I had met my friend's friend. So this guy came in the lift, and I was like, "Oh, is this? Oh, is this um, Mark? That's not his real name, but obviously I, wanna, I don't want to like ruin his identity." I was like, "Oh, is this Mark?" And I thought my friend said yes, so I then went would you shag me tonight? Like, as in as in I was joking to be like, do I look okay? And I was like, would you guys shag me? Anyway, the, the guy pulled down his mask and it wasn't my friend's friend. It was my ex-boyfriend's old flatmate. Oh, fuck. And I was like, oh my God. Hi. Hi. And he was like, oh, we've met before. And I was like, no, I was like, oh my God, of course. He
1: used to live with Tim Nice, but Tim. <laughs> <laughs> would you have fancied him actually? If well, you wasn't your No, oh, no,
0: okay. no. But then um but then like we but then okay, so basically we had a really fun night and I just want to like give you the like format. So you go there and um it's basically in like a bar um and like bar restaurant place. You go in and you basically these you sit down and then literally within we sat down and within one second this really cute guy came over and started speaking to us. Okay. And it was just a really nice what I liked was the environment was very much like everyone's single, so there was no um, trepidation whether you can go up to someone or not. You just go and do it. And everyone was very much like coming to speak to you, and um, I think when I spoke to the guys about when I spoke to the guys that were there, they said very much that they really enjoy it because it's almost like a safe space with women because you know that it's okay to go up to them. They're not going to dismiss you. They're all single, so you don't have that like. Thing of like oh my god do they have a boyfriend or not so in that sense it was really good definitely they were they were much better looking girls than guys but i feel like that's dubai, that's dubai. so Absolutely. i was it's like, like mm. the city of stunners. but i met um some really really nice men um that came and sat down what i wanted to talk about which was the stars of the show which were these two girls called the wing women so they were basically which is a job that you'd be excellent at so they came over and spoke to me and i basically asked them about it so what they do is they go around um basically mediating in a way um p- people so if they see like a group of guys sitting and talking to each other they'll go out to them and be like hi do you want to come over here and like meet these girls and they kind of like do the introductions oh my god i
1: need that job yes yeah, so you would be
0: so good at it and what i thought was really great is they said to me if you like anyone you just tell me and i'll bring them over so i was like oh i quite like that ball guy um then he came over and he had like the most American accent I've ever had. So, like, literally, he was so American, um, and I sounded so British next to him. Anyway, it wasn't it wasn't a vibe, but he, but it's fine because he, I think he, I think he listens to the podcast anyway. But what I really liked was that. They were like, okay, you just sit here, give us 10 minutes. And then they just like brought him over and then we started chatting. And it was just, I really, really liked that. And they made you feel so comfortable. They made you feel like they were just like your pals. Um, And that part of it was really great. What I didn't like was I didn't like the location and I'm someone that doesn't really go out that much. So if I'm gonna go out on a night out, I want it to be in a location that I would go in. I also think that the age range I saw, I was talking to a guy and he was like 22 and I was like, mm, No, I, I would hope, I would want them to, Maybe have older age ranges um, because I'm not someone that would date younger. The youngest I would go is twenty-eight. Okay, so
1: any other <laughs> feedback, by the way?
0: Um, no, I mean for me, for me, my and I said this to him. I was like, my only thing was the location because I'm a single girl that I do, you know. I don't want to go somewhere. I've okay. This is gonna sound awful, but I work in marketing. We all work, We both work in marketing. We know what target markets are. We know what having, you know, people targeting people that have got disposable income. I am someone that has a disposable income. I don't need to go somewhere that has a drinks deal. Mm-hmm. I don't choose somewhere because it's got a drinks deal. I choose somewhere because it's got a nice setting. It has nice drinks. Mm-hmm. I don't choose somewhere because it's cheap. And I think that what I was trying to say was that because I also then want to be around other people that also have disposable incomes. It sounds awful, but I don't care. i the reality. It. When it's you get the to reality. When life, I'm thirty, I'm almost thirty-one. I want a man that also has a disposable income. I don't want to go out with a man that hunts for drinks deals. Mm-hmm. So I'd really like to see them take it to the next level and maybe have a bit more, a bit more of an elevated event where mm-hmm. it's at a. I'm not, I'm not asking them to do it at Zuma, but maybe you know, having the price point slightly higher so it attracts maybe a different crowd oh, of yeah. men, um, men and women as well. Like, And I'm pretty sure that every single woman there would agree with me that they would probably pay a little bit extra and go somewhere nicer and feel a bit more kind of like, that it was a bit more, more of a-, elevated. Le- a More yeah. elevated. than a
1: luxury vibe, because we are in Dubai. So a girlfriend of mine really wanted to go, two girlfriends actually, and they had the issue that they just didn't have any single guy friends mm. because the premise is that you have to take a single friend, right? Yes. And the girls, well, even though they wanted to go, could not attend because they're like, we don't have any mm. single guy friends. And I think, you know, when people are a little bit older, it is more difficult to mm. bring along a single a single guy friend. And I wonder, is there a way of addressing that in the future? Like, I was trying to think of a single guy friend that I could like pair them up with.
0: Well, that's why my two friends my two male friends in the end came because um that two of our a listener of mine messaged and said that her friend really wanted to go but she had to cancel and I was like no 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 that's not on and I was like you can have you can have my friend so I managed to recruit two but the thing is for me I'm 30 and I've maybe got guy mates that are either slightly younger than me or they're like in their 30s so I probably could find a few but Five at an absolute push, and I'd have to really convince them to come to this sort of thing. So, but after I've asked them once, they're not going to come again. I don't have, I don't think girls have, and men for that. Well, I don't, I feel like men, if they needed to bring a single girl, they probably could find. But for girls, we don't have an endless supply of single friends, especially when you hit 30, because everyone's in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And actually, one of my, uh, one of our listeners said, if I had lots of single friends, I wouldn't need single male friends. I wouldn't need to go to mingle. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, I, but I spoke to the guy about it and he was like, I, I, do, I do understand where he was coming from in some sense where he was like, I think that people probably could find, but I just wish it wasn't an
1: absolute rule. So back in uh, Belfast, there are a series of dating events, quite similar, but they're called Rate My Date. They have, I love that. Yeah, they have, what I like about them is they're different age groups. The age group thing was a yeah. Different age groups. If you're listening from Belfast, by the way, any of our listeners, apparently these events sell out in minutes. Mm. And I actually love that because it suggests to me that people are actually investing in their own dating they are you know actually taking the risk and doing these things whereas i think 10 years ago people would be like oh my god that is so cringe i can't believe you are doing that now i feel like people are like fuck it like honestly because people are so used to dating on the apps what difference is it to actually do 100 percent except you're you're meeting somebody face to face and oh my god, I love it. So, keep, I, would keep de- honest, I would definitely theatrical. go
0: again. I would 100% go again if it was in a different location. I wouldn't go back to that original location. Now, if I was to go again, I would see what the location is and I know that all my single friends would probably be the same got you so that's something to note I also like there's a really famous speed dating um in Shoreditch in London it's at the book club in London if you're any Londoners um I don't know if they're still doing it now post but I think they they are um and it sells out so quickly because the book club in Shoreditch I don't know if anyone's been it is um it's in East London and it's this like Really cool, quirky bar, and like it's got like jazzy kind of music. Mm -hmm. It's not like pumping music where you're like shouting at each other, and it's like this kind of like sexy, sultry vibe. And it's like the perfect place to go speed dating. Um, But I feel like places like London just get it right. And I feel like Dubai, I really like what these guys are doing because they it is needed. It is needed. And do you know what? It's only the beginning for them mm-hmm. and I'm really impressed that they've really taken the initiative. Absolutely. Obviously, I pers- for, on personal, for personal reasons, obviously there are a few kinks that I would want to iron out, but um, I have fed back to them. But I would, like I said, would 100% go again, but I would just, it depends where the location is. I
1: will keep us abreast.
0: I will keep you abreast with my
1: breasts. They are very beautiful and so so lovely, and your hair is just the most beautiful color, it just looks caramel like this. Well, sun.
0: that is because I go to Kirsty at the Fold, it's in Motor City. A little hub plug for you, she does our friends, she friend. does everyone's so big hair.
1: She's great with blondes, I believe. Mm. And I've never known anybody to go to her that doesn't look like a sunning, like oh stunning hair model. Also, everyone at the Fold
0: is um, amazing, is so Kirsty's well. amazing, but also because because she's a fat friend, it's like a really great two hours of yeah, like friends time. You know when you look beautiful. Um, thank you. Well, we'll leave you there because I'm going to have to go and send this kinky video of me masturbating to my kink lover.
1: Lovely. Before you go to the baby shower. Yeah, I'm just going to quickly send it. Oh no! I've already done the video. Oh right, because I was like, you're giving me a lift to the palm, so am I might just want to, to wait outside while you give yourself no, a no, little no. hand job, because that would be really. No! Oh my God! No, I've already done it. I did it before. You know, it's Blue Peter. Here's what I did. It. Here's what I did. It. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! should not be Blue badge? <laughs>
0: Well, thank you so
1: much, everyone.
0: I really hope that the quality of the sound is good enough. Apologies, JJ, if
1: it's not. Oh, no, I'm sorry. We'll get there in the end.
0: It's fine. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much. And as ever, if you want to write in and with your questions, your letters, we love them and we
1: love hearing from you. Absolutely. All yeah. the best. See you and later. See you later.